Unlike Batman, would Arby's heroes go down on Catwoman? Find out next on... And welcome to another episode of Burn Appetit, across the streams media podcast about food. I am your titular host, Burn Appetit, and as always, I am joined by my co-host from Three Beers and a Mic and Three Beers and MCU, Dwayne and Skay. Say hello, fellas. Hello, fellas. Ahoy! Oh wait, this isn't the Long John Silver's episode. Shit. <laughs> nope. This is Arby's, Skay. We lost Long John Silvers to the ether. Um, we have a special guest this week. He's part of the Cross the Streams Media Network family. He's a stand-up comedian. And the two podcasts that he hosts on Cross the Streams Media, Dan Aykroyd Podcast and Burt Reynolds' Charles Bronson Podcast. Please welcome to the show, Scott White. Say hello, Scott. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Uh, to keep things straight i'm gonna refer to you as scott okay and other scott i will refer to as gay could you refer to him as other scott scott <laughs> and other scott, scott. now wait a minute i will, I will do i'm the original scott here <laughs> nope i, I was here first damn it <laughs> sorry you are other scott <laughs> so our first segment we like to do is a little segment i like to call pretty woman where we let you, Scott, try on all those hats that I just talked about, and you get to wear them and show them off here. So let's start with stand-up comedy. When did you start stand-up comedy, and what made you get into it? Uh, I started stand-up comedy about about 25, about 25 years ago. Wow. And it was just something I always wanted to do. I started later in life. I didn't start doing comedy till I was 29. Uh, and a lot of people get a, a head start on that, you know, 18, 19, that's something they wanted to do. I waited, which was fine, which when I started, I had more material to work with. I had more life experience at 29 than I did at 18. More trauma in your life? More trauma, a lot more trauma, <laughs> a, a lot more broken hearts. And uh, yeah, and it was just something I always wanted to do. And I finally, I, I finally just went to an open mic and started doing it. Awesome. That was my next question. Did you start off doing like open mics? Oh, yeah. This How was long... before YouTube where you could get <laughs> one million views in a weekend at a club. Yeah. How long did you do the open mic scenes and stuff before you? About four years. Four I did years. that about four years and then I started going on the road. Nice. Jay Leno once said that stand up comedy is a lot like college. Uh, You've got it takes about four years to get through it, and then once you've completed your four years, that's when you go out in the world. Interesting. And do you travel all over the place? Clubs all over the country, or do you have like a like a Midwest region? I'm usually in the Midwest. I I I'm based out of Houston, so I have a there's quite a few clubs in the Texas area that I do. Uh-huh. But I'm also from Michigan, so there's clubs up there that I do. But most of my stuff is in the Midwest. I don't usually get out to the coasts. Uh, there's enough comics out there already. They don't need to be uh, people coming, <laughs> but uh, you know, people in Kansas need a comic every once in a while. So <laughs> that's funny. Um, do you have any particular comedians that were an inspiration for you when you were starting out, or? Well, the, I mean, the umbrella, you know, uh, 
George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Steve Martin. That's you know, that's the big yeah. umbrella. But the ones that the two that influenced me were uh, Dave Battelle and Jake Johansson. They were just they were two that just just stuck with me. This the, their cadence and the way they talked and the way they crafted jokes. And for a, a long time, I found myself either copying Dave Attell's cadence and Jake jo- or Jake Johansson's because they have really specific cadences. And I would say Brian Regan as well. Brian Regan uh, as an influence uh, because of his the, the way he physically moves his body. I physically mm-hmm. move, my, move my body on stage. Uh, so I would say those are the three that influenced me. And then, of course, you know, the big ones, Rodney, Bob Newhart. The the Mount Rushmore of comedy. Well, funny you say the Mount Rushmore of comedy because I have a question coming up in a little bit about who your Mount Rushmore of comedy is. Let's do it now. Okay. And this is a question for everyone can answer, but we will start with you. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedy? As a stand-up or comedy? Uh, I will allow both. I will okay. do stand-up, but if you want to do both, we can do both. Well, I'm going to go with George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Bob Newhart, and Bob Einstein. That's why I asked about stand-up. I love Bob Einstein. Okay. I love Bob Newhart because he he taught – he he was the first – he was like a mellow comic. It's it, he was like, the first comic that I realized that you could get jokes with uh, with pauses and uh, you know what I'm gonna switch Bob Newhart with Jack Benny I'm gonna do that I switch Bob Newhart with Jack Benny because Jack Benny came first with that with the pauses and all that so yes so uh, uh, Richard Pryor George Carlin Jack Benny Bob Einstein solid list Dwayne. Who is on your Mount Rushmore? Damn. You didn't give me time to think. <laughs> I went first. You knew it was coming. Okay, you can go if you have yours. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, it's hard because there's a lot of classic comics that I never saw a lot of. You know, Eddie Murphy had his specials back in the day. Uh, one of my favorites was, uh, and I did, it's not kosher to say this name anymore, I guess, but Bill Cosby is himself special. Bill Cosby himself is one of the main reasons I got into comedy. It is one of the funniest. I know it's taboo to say, but it is one of the funniest pieces of comedy ever put on film. It's it's an hour, 45 minutes of solid laughter. And it's just a shame. Yeah. But Um, yeah, I got to agree with Bill Cosby himself. But I just couldn't, you know, you can't put him up there. He was (laughs) the reason I got into Jell-O. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, I'm going to go a little more modern, I guess. Dave Chappelle, right at the front of the list. Uh I'm glad you included just the overall blanket of comedy because his show when we were younger, like high school age, funniest shit on television. Uh Um, Mitch Hedberg. I love Mitch Hedberg. He was hilarious. Um, uh, man. Ooh. I'm going to go Eddie Murphy 
because I like Eddie's. He's like got it. that kind of raw. That's uh, you know, in quotes, raw style, vulgar, <laughs> crass. Um, and I'll. <laughs> and you like the clumps, right? I, <laughs> Nutty Professor, dude. Nutty Professor was great. The oh, first the clumps. Was Not Nutty Professor. Uh, no, I didn't say anything about the clumps. I said Nutty Professor. Um, Norbit, big fan of Norbit. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go Pluto Nash, big fan of Pluto Nash. <laughs> I'm gonna say Bill Cosby. I again, I don't condone anything that he did personally, but I've never seen my father laugh harder watching something, and that made me laugh even harder watching my father laugh. So I'm going Bill Cosby, uh, number four. Okay. Dwayne, you ready? I guess so. <laughs> Mine will probably be controversial anyways. So. Um, I doubt it. Everything is literary <laughs> style position to you, so I highly doubt <laughs> you're going to go. Well, I'm saying for a Rushmore. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Carlin's definitely up there. Like, He's probably the first guy on the mountain. Um, I'm going to go... I'll go Eddie Murphy too. Uh, that uh, what was that? What was his first album before Raw? That that's the Deli- one. That, Delirious. Yeah. Or his special. Yeah, that's the one that got me. Um, I'm actually gonna go Howie Mandel. I hit. Mm-hmm. I used to watch his fan specials. of the rubber glove blow. Yeah. <laughs> but he was just so quirky and goofy, and I loved it. Um, and then Adam Sandler. I gotta go, Adam Sandler. Seen him in concert. He's <clears throat> he's up there for me. So you're also a big fan of uh, Happy Gilmore. Talent too, right? You love Howie. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I I know Carlin and Pryor and all those guys should be on Mount Rushmore, but I'm not gonna put them on my Mount Rushmore. I'm gonna go with Bill Burr. I think he's the funniest person i'm gonna go norm mcdonald i freaking mm. love norm mcdonald i love norm mcdonald yeah mm-hmm. he's so he's his roast that he did on comedy central is like the funniest thing in the world it's the bob saget roast that he did oh yes uh i'm gonna go uh brian regan brian regan i think is a stand-up like legend uh, he's one of the funniest people too um, he's coming to Columbus in in the wintertime. I'm going to try to go out and see him. And then it's uh, Dave Chappelle. Good Dave Chappelle, too. More modern list, but... I know another, that... another Ohioan. Yeah. <laughs> I know that uh, the Carlins and the Priors should be on there. So Yeah. No, I don't think there was a bad comic listed by any of us, really. Uh, well, Adam Sandler, but other than <laughs> I agree with I agree with Scott on the Adam Sandler. Hey, now, wait I a knew, minute! I knew it'd be controversial. It's all right. His early are stuff you, was really good. No, I don't know about his later too? stuff. Adam Sandler's movies are so bad that it's created a different kind of movie, like Uncut Gems. Have you seen Uncut Gems? Ooh, don't worry, it's not an Adam Sandler movie. So his movies are so bad that it has it's created a category of not an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> I think Jack and Jill 
might be the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. It's an life. abomination. It's an abomination <laughs> to I, man and God. I won't disagree so with you there. Bad. You won't or you will? I won't. And that's just like one off. There's that one that he did. Uh, where I mean, you make 10 movies. There's going to be a few bad ones. <laughs> What's that movie where he was like, he's my boy. Uh, that's my boy. Yeah, that's my boy. That movie's that's... fucking awful, too. Uh, that was pretty funny. Switch. Switch was Stop his it. last like decent film. They've all been terrible after that. Before that, it was good. Big Daddy. Last decent film right here. 51st Dates was good. Yeah, there you go. What's Switch? That's, the remote, like control. A... That's the remote control one. Yeah, he, he can was slow. Was oh, that click? I'm sorry. Bed, Bath, and Beyond. He goes into the Beyond. Yes, Switch was of... actually a Blake Edwards movie yeah, where a man turns into a woman. Christopher Walken was there. He he, he gave him the reward, I think. That's also the plot of Click. like 90% of Rob Schneider's movies. <laughs> a man turns into a woman. Um, What is... We'll go back to you and uh, questions for you, Scott. <laughs> what is the best and worst towns that you have performed in? The best town, uh, the best towns I performed in is the well, I'll say the, the be, it's uh, Ottawa, Ontario, and Canada. I love that really? club, and I and I and I love that town. And the worst, I would say, is I would just say it was Baton Rouge, Louisiana, because I had a beer bottle thrown at me. That's the only time. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I have to say, yes, getting a beer bottle thrown at me, I would have to say, so Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Would you like to uh, expand on the story of the beer bottle being thrown at you? I, okay, so I did, this was a while ago, and I, I did a joke, I don't even remember what the joke is, um, but the joke, it was, the joke was about I accused a woman in the audience of being a lesbian and she threw the beer bottle at me and it went sailing over my head. And I said, well, she's obviously not a lesbian. Cause if she was, she would have hit me with the beer bottle <laughs> and, and they took her out. So after the show, she's in a cop car and she's just like, yeah. and I felt, I, I kind of felt bad. Uh, cause she's like, you can't, I, I don't know. She's just crying in the back of this cop car. Um, but, uh, well that's, yeah. And then any crowd, any crowd where you're not in a comedy club, you're doing a one nighter in a bar or something like that. Any place not built for comedy. It's oh, always a crap shoot. You never know. Yeah. You never know. People are there not to see. I, I was doing a show at a bar during, uh, you know, March Madness, and the basketball game was on behind me, and then all of a sudden, they're like, now it's time for comedy, and they turn off the TV, and the oh, whole, no. oh! oh God, so almighty. the whole crowd's just immediately pissed. They're not here oh, to wow. see me, they're here to see, you know, the basketball, college basketball. Oh, no, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, how has comedy changed over the last 25 years? Do you find Crowds being more—I don't want to say sensitive—but do you feel like you can't say the same things you could I, years ago? It's not that I find—I don't find crowds more sensitive. I find, I guess, society more sensitive. 
if that makes sense. A lot of people go to a, a lot of the people that go to the comedy clubs are just there to have time and they know everything is everything is said in fun and everything is said in jest and it's not to be taken seriously but uh, it only takes one person it only takes one if there is a room of 500 people and one is offended the owner will concentrate on that one person than the 499 that were satisfied Right. Because that one person can just start a. Is there swearing a lot? Uh, can we swear on this? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Because that one person will just start a shitstorm for them and that club. Now, myself as a comic, I have also grown as a comic, where I for, like material I, I was doing ten, maybe even five years ago. I'm not doing now because I myself as a person has matured. Right. Right. And and sees things differently. Um, Interesting. And and luckily that stuff's not on YouTube. That somebody's coming back and finding you now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? not, yeah. I was. Yeah. I got out all my stuff before YouTube. All my. I, and I'm not a controversial comic by any means. No, I'm not. That that. But I, you see that nowadays. Where oh, you see that nowadays. Where 18 years old making a joke and then they're 25. Yeah, it's like, like the kid. Uh, <laughs> or the kid was making a joke. He, when you're 18 doing comedy, you don't have a lot of like, like I said, about life experiences. So you're you're gonna probably say something that's wrong. And if and and these people that don't cut a person, it, the kid was 18. It was an open mic. There was four people in the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> context. It's yeah. all it, context is lost today. And that's yeah. what bothers me. Everything needs to be taken in context, and it hardly, it never, it hardly never is. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. And then they they try to imply today's morality to twenty years ago. Yeah, or the fifties. It it's way. like, yeah, yeah. I know. It's like you can't change what happened, and you can't apply, you know, our our morality to then. It was just how it was. And people yeah. always say that's a cop out, but that it's just how it was. It was. Yeah. Bill Burr always says, like he'll he'll go on news stations after like he'll say something, and one blogger will get offended, and then he'll be on the news, and they'll be like, "Oh, I heard like people were offended at this," and he's like, "No, they weren't. It was like one person. <laughs> like, why, yeah. like why are we even talking about this? One person wrote a blog online about it. Like, right. Exactly." That's not an outrage. Like you guys are making it a thing by putting it on. No, people like to make outrages where there's no outrage, which I yeah. totally don't understand. I don't know why you would want to make people angry when there's no reason to. When there's a reason, go for it. Absolutely. <laughs> but when it's not, it's it's like now you're just you're just trying to start something for your own benefit. Yeah. And it's hard to take them seriously when they do actually want to get it mad over something important because they've used up that on some fucking you're you're 100 percent right it there's um it's like there's uh i won't say his name but there's a sportscaster that his shtick is he gets mad about you, you know why did he pass the ball at that serious moment and so that's his thing it's like he should be fired and they were talking about they were talking about something uh, about a race issue, which was very important and very serious. 
And it was like he knew he, he was talking about the race issue, very calm. And it's like, well, where's that anger about this yeah. that you had about a manager taking a picture out when he shouldn't? It yeah. was like, you should have the anger for that because yeah. I think he knows that he's sort of, he's sort of a clown yeah. and he won't be taking serious. He won't be, t- be taken seriously if he goes off the top. So he has to talk like that, but where's the passion, you know, for, for this important issue uh, instead of this, you know, instead of sports, yeah. when it comes right down to it, it's sports. Yeah. Instead of the nonsense. Yes. Yep. I agree. It sounds like Skip Bayless. Skip um, Bayless is one of the biggest contrarians. Oh, did we lose other Scott? He'll be back. He's not important to the show. Skip Bayless is one of the ju- biggest contrarians out there, and it's not Skip Bayless. But it's like I just can't. I can't. I've stopped watching that show. He doesn't think LeBron James is good. That's 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 the dust. And he thought Tebow was. Yeah, he was quarterback material, and it's just like this guy's just the biggest contrarian out there. Yeah. Well, um, let's get back into the comedy. Who's your favorite comic that you've worked with? Uh, I worked with Bobcat Goldthwaite, and not only was he a very funny guy, because usually when you work with big names, it's a it's a crapshoot. Um. Uh, but not only was Bobcat a very funny man, he was a very nice man. Uh, so that stuck with me uh, working with him. Because when you work with somebody like, you know, he's passed, but, but it's like somebody that's not from the world of comedy, but now they're doing stand up. And, you know, you've seen him on television. Now he's doing stand up. Mm-hmm. It's. They could be pretty bad, but yeah, but Bobcat started off as before he became an actor, he was a stand up comedian and he was solid, he was a solid guy and a solid comic. That's that's awesome. You said I've heard other comedians say that about like he was really nice and actually helped them and you know mentored them a little bit and that sort of thing. So that's cool to hear, yeah, that's cool. I um remember hearing um Gary Shandling. Say Carlin did that for him. He wrote, he like wrote some jokes, and Carlin he like drove and uh, went and met Carlin after the show and told him he has like material he wants him to look after. And Carlin told him to come back the next night, and then he would read it, and he actually did, and he gave him pointers about his material and stuff. So it's crazy that you know you get these big comedians that would take their time out to help. You know, the, and then you got ones that are just complete assholes. So yeah, no, oh, I mean, sure. Yeah, that that's how the world works, though, right? That's how the world works. <laughs> um, have you seen the TV show Crashing with Pete Holmes on HBO? I haven't. I've heard of it, but I, I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know about the world of stand-up comedy or being a, like a road comedian or anything, but I feel like that show probably does a really good gives you like a real good view into it. And in fact, a lot of episodes are about comedy condos. Yes, comedy. Facebook, you post from comedy condos a lot. So, can you talk to us? Tell us about the comedy condos around. around comedy condos are hit once again. They're hit or miss. Um, <laughs> I I recently stayed in what might be the worst condo of all time. 
And but then some are in they they you know they bought it's a really nice house. It it yeah. the one constant about all comedy condos is every can opener is from 1925. <laughs> <laughs> no comedy condo has a working can opener. It, it it's unbelievable. It <laughs> that is the constant. Yeah. Um, so the show is kind of like him starting off wanting to do comedy and he's doing open mics and he's um, being a road comic going around and he's staying in these shitty comedy condos like a well, see, so like- that's that's wrong right there. If you're an open mic here, you're not going to be on the road staying in comedy well, condos. I, yeah, I think he uh, I think it starts as an open micer and then he he's gets like a shot at Boston club in New York or something. And then okay. he starts going on the road and all that stuff. But he stay like, he walks in this comedy condo and it's all dirty and plates everywhere. And the mattress looks like it's like 40 years old and stained mm-hmm. just laying on the floor. And he has to share it with another comedian who he hates. And it's really, that's about, that's how it, it I, I think, I think that has improved over the years for most <laughs> clubs. And if they put you and sometimes it has put you up in a hotel room. But yeah. uh, but no, yes, I've been in my share. I've been in my share of, of fantastic condos, and I've been in my share of shitholes. Uh, <laughs> there is uh, there is a book that kept, it was written by Bill Maher, and for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. But he wrote a book about stand up comedy, and I've read it, and it captures the life of a stand up comic to a T. Um, and I don't know if you, I, yeah, but for the life of me, so Bill Maher. And I can't remember the name of it, but if you're looking for this, like Bill Maher novel, stand-up comedy, that name should pop. The name of the book should pop up. We'll uh, we'll do some research and get that out in the show notes before the episode launches. Uh, let's switch to your podcast, um, Dan Aykroyd. What made you want to do a podcast about Dan Aykroyd? I just realized I had a lot of Dan Aykroyd. Uh, projects in my house. I did. I did a podcast, uh, Earth versus Earth versus the Spider, with my other friends, and it was this old. You know, it was Dan Aykroyd in a mutated spider movie. But then I realized. I just looked around. It's like, well, this. I got this movie that stars Dan Aykroyd. I got this that stars Dan Aykroyd. I got this that stars. Dan I just realized I had a lot of Dan Aykroyd properties in my home <laughs> so i thought you know what i'm just gonna do it i'll just start doing for the longest time you know the fact that you three are doing a podcast together i think it's great because for the longest time i wanted to get a partner and i just couldn't get anybody to commit to it it's so they, much easier to have other people to it's so much easier of. the podcast that i do alone pale in comparison to the podcast i do with other people pale in comparison um Three guys right here. Uh, And then the other one, Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson, those are just two of my favorite actors. So that's why I picked that one. Uh, Nothing nothing, uh, weird there. I just, I like Charles Bronson and I like uh, Burt Reynolds. Are you saving Ghostbusters for last series finale of Dan (sighs) Aykroyd? I don't know. I might. I might save it because I've done I've done Ghostbusters two and I've done the cartoon and I've mm-hmm. um, I'm probably going to do 2016, 
which I'm not oh, looking no. forward to. Yeah. Oh no, don't do that one. <laughs> that one's fucking awful. Yeah, I know. Um, Interesting. All right, so what's your favorite? We'll do all three actors, but what's your favorite Dan Aykroyd movie and why is it Crossroads? <laughs> oh, well. No way. What? It, it's it's Crossroads because he plays he plays a southern daddy better than anybody I've ever the, uh, my favorite Dan Aykroyd movie ooh there's birds in the background I'm going to go with the Blues Brothers I'm going to go with, it's, it's, it's close with Ghostbusters but I'm going to go with the Blues Brothers can't go wrong there yeah Dwayne or Skay <clears throat> Do you have favorite Dan Aykroyd movies? Oh, man. Trading Places, I think, is probably my favorite. Blues Brothers is right there. Blues Brothers is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would go Trading Places, I think. Thoughts. That's a good pick, too. Dwayne? Uh, I guess I'll have to go Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> One or but two? One. <laughs> I like Ghostbusters too. A lot of people. I like Ghost. Uh, Ghostbusters two gets a lot of crap, but I like it. I do like it. I do too. All right, and let's do Burt Reynolds next. Oh, favorite Burt Reynolds movie? Sharky's Machine. Okay, Dwayne, you have Cannonball Run, baby. Smokey oh, oh, oh. and the Bandit. Without a doubt, okay. Smokey and the Bandit. And Charles Bronson. Okay, so this is t- uh, so my favorite Charles Bronson movie is Once Upon a Time in America, uh, the the western. But my favorite bad Charles Bronson movie is Death Wish Three. Death Wish Three is this gloriously over the top, violent, and just stupid. And I love it. So a quality Burt Reynolds movie is Once Upon a Time in the West. A, you know, a fun Burt Re- uh, I'm sorry, uh, Charles Bron- a, f- a good Charles Bronson movie, Once Upon a Time in the West. A so good it's bad Charles Bronson movie, Death Wish 3. Sounds like a movie gap episode. Yeah. Oh, I did do Death <laughs> Wish 3. With the, yeah, oh, you did? Oh. No, I did Death that? Wish. They did Death Wish with me, the original. Oh, now you gotta go back for three. Is he in two as well? He's two. in he's in two, three, he's in one through five. He's in all of them. Oh, oh well, now you gotta do all five. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like content to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sounds like a spin-off series to me. <laughs> yeah, do spin-off. To me, the funniest thing ever is Death Wish Five. The budget was six million dollars. Five million dollars of that was Burt Reynolds of uh, was Charles Bronson's salary. So they had a million dollars to make a movie after they gave five million to, to Charles Bronson. That sounds awful. Can I can I just say I'm happy you keep saying Burt Reynolds because th- we we all screw up the name of that podcast every time we say it. <laughs> it's true, we do. <laughs> We're like, no, I uh, can I fucking nail it. <laughs> Burt Reynolds, Charles Bronson. That's it's easy. It's an alphabetical order with their first name. I always say Dan Aykroyd and Burt Reynolds. I'm like, no, that's not right. <laughs> we get them all in there, just not not in the right order. All right, and that's gonna wrap up Pretty Woman. 
Um, why don't we take a break and do some copy, and then we'll be right back with some food talk. Hey, Skay, have you heard about CrossTheStreamsMedia.com? Uh, I think you mentioned it last time we did a show, but <laughs> God, I can't remember. Why, why don't you tell me again? Um, I, I mentioned in every episode that we do the same copy. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, it's a place <laughs> where you can listen to all your favorite episodes of Burn Appetit, and you can leave us a review. Even more exciting is our voicemail feature, which no one has used yet, but crossing the fingers any day now someone will leave us a voicemail and you can let us know what your favorite restaurant is or item at whatever episode of the week we tell you we're going to be doing and there's also a whole slew of podcasts on there um we just added the art of the boar and beer and ain't easy to go along with three beers and a mic the movie gap four dorksmen secondary heroes um scott's two podcasts which we just talked about Front row negative, and that's pretty much all. Um, while you're there, you can check out um, our merch, and you can have links to all our social media accounts where I'll be posting pictures of all the food for this episode. So go ahead and check out crossthestreamsmedia.com. What do you think about that, Skay? Dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Great. All right, we're back. Let's get into some food talk here now. Scott, being on the road, I am sure you've eaten just about every major fast food place around the country. Do you have any favorites other than Arby's? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm just a regular. My favorite, I'm going to go. I, it's it's boring, but my favorite is Taco Bell. I love going to Taco Bell. I love Not what boring. they have. Yeah, uh, I they get the box. The whole schmear. So, okay. What's your least favorite? Is there any place oh. that you just absolutely hate? Um, I'm just, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Chick Fil A. I mean, who puts oh. pickles Ooh. on chicken? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> strong, strong opinion. I'm not a big Chick Fil A person, but whew, that's that's a tough one. I like it. I like controversy. Um, yes. I hate Chick-fil-A and Adam Sandler movies. Come at me, bro! <laughs> You'll be getting a lot of emails. Um, so we are doing Arby's. Why did you pick Arby's? I picked Arby's just because it was... It's one of the... When I, I was up in Michigan with my dad, and that's one of the places that he likes to... That's one of his favorite places. So I was just, I just happened to have, you know, you brought this up and it was weird. It was like, I just, I just ate at Arby's and I'm like, yeah, why don't we just do Arby's since I haven't, I'll have an excuse to go back there again. So <laughs> perfect. That's usually how people pick places. They're like, oh, I just ate here. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we will go around the horn. And we will say what item we ordered, and then we'll give our thoughts on each item. And then if you like it, you'll give it a chef's kiss. If it's just okay, you give it a kumsi kumsa. And if you don't like it, you give it a chef's diss. And this week's chef's diss sound will be Janine from Ghostbusters when she hits the alarm whenever they get a call for the first ghost. And she screams, 
we got one. So very exciting stuff. You're not going to use any Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth uh, sound bites from 2016. Nope. I want nothing to do with that movie. <laughs> uh, let's talk about your item first, Scott. What did you get? I, uh, I ordered the beef and cheddar. That was mine. Okay. And, what and I go, I, so what I, cause I give it the, the chef's kiss. What <laughs> I, I love the beef and cheddar. That is my favorite thing at Arby's two for $6. I get two beefs and cheddar. I, I, I slather it with horsey sauce and Arby sauce. Uh, <laughs> and then, then, yeah. And then I just wolf them down. Uh, he's excited about that. I'm excited. I that is, yep. The, uh, beef and cheddar might be my favorite food item out of all fast food places. Like when I go to Taco Whoa. Bell, I, you know, I go to Taco Bell, I'll get a taco, whatever. I'm uh, I'm not excited about that. I go to McDonald's, get a quarter pounder, whatever. But I'm always excited when I eat a beef and cheddar. It's just, and I've, now they've gotten smaller, which has pissed me off. They've gotten small. They've gotten considerably smaller over the years. Um. But uh, yeah, beef and cheddar. I, I can't give it a higher rating. I love it. That's why you got to mash two of them together and make one giant yeah. beef and cheddar. <laughs> um, is that so? I assume that's your bite of the night. That is my bite of the night. Yes. All right. Mm. Skay, mm. you were pretty mm. excited. You were fist pumping over there. Well, he was talking about the sauces. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did text you guys in the message there that we were going to talk about the sauces available at Arby's. But mm-hmm. I mean, we can say that for after the beef and cheddar discussion here. We can get to the important stuff here first. Um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, yeah, beef and cheddar. Next. Yeah, beef. Oh, you did. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Beef and cheddar is really good. It's one of like the two staple sandwiches from Arby's. That other being the just the classic roast beef without the cheddar. You know, that's just like your Arby's sandwich. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I'll give the it same a sandwich. Yeah, it's it just has that like cheese on it, which is <laughs> or, you know, or that's salt. good too. I mean, one of the two. <laughs> but um, Chef's Kiss, uh, it's good. It's really good. It is kind of like the double cheeseburger from McDonald's. It's just like a staple sandwich. It right. is very good. Okay, Dwayne. I'm going. Uh... We got one. <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> what? Mm. I, Chef's I, diss of the night. I was not looking forward to this at all. I, I think the last time I had this was uh, twelve years ago. I just—it has no flavor to me. Like twelve years ago, I didn't put any what? sauces on it. I, nobody it says it have flavor. You just bitch at him for salt on it. <sighs> yeah, the cheese—the cheese is just salty cheese. <laughs> But it did, like I think there was a sauce. There's some sauce on there, right? Like a barbecue sauce or something. I don't know. I, I, think, I think mine came with a little Arby sauce on the bottom. Yeah, I think they come with a little Arby sauce on it. Is that what it was? Yeah. It, it yeah. Was, maybe it wasn't enough. Maybe I needed to add more. But to me, it was just eh. okay. <laughs> Wow. How about that? Uh, they. They take a lot of liberty with the word cheddar. <laughs> 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 the cheddar. Um, 
it's it's the weirdest cheese. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to describe the cheese. It's not like the it's liquid, but it's not like it's not like the nacho cheese that you get at like baseball stadiums kind of liquid cheese. It's like a weird mix between actual cheese and, and like liquefied cheese. Um, my sandwich was like wet. <laughs> like I don't I don't know how else to describe it other than it was like wet. Like I like I was eating it in the bathtub or something. It was so weird. <laughs> uh, that said, still getting the chef's kiss. Nice. I like nice. I like the beef and cheddar. It's good. Apparently, I like it wet. He likes Adam Sandler over the beef and cheddar. God, yep. Uh, <laughs> wow. Dwayne Dwayne's wow. opinions are are yeah they're. He, he's the Skip Bayless of the show. Hey, <laughs> hey we're not all created equal, so. <laughs> if you can think of, like, the most, like, mundane, boringest, right down the middle opinion, that's pretty much how Dwayne lives <laughs> his life <laughs> on everything. Uh, let's go to you next, Dwayne. What did you get? I don't even remember what it was called. The brisket. Smokehouse barbecue brisket. Yeah. I great, great, great job, Dwayne, for the show. You can't even <laughs> fucking write down the name of the sandwich you got. Jesus Christ. I'm a professional. Leave me alone. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, didn't know they had this. Saw it on the menu. Said, it's a, sure, it sounds good. It's a limited time thing, I believe. Is it? Yeah. It's like the McRib. <laughs> um, was pleasantly surprised. Like, I wasn't expecting this good of a brisket from a fast food place. Um, I'll give it a chef's kiss. I'm probably not going to go out of my way to have this again, but if I'm at Arby's, this is probably what I'd have. Okay. No bite of the night? Nope. (laughs) Um, I will go next. I really liked this sandwich. I thought it was great. I liked, um, like you said, the brisket was really good. I like the like barbecue sauce that was on it. I like the like the onion crisps things that were on it. It was a really good sandwich. Um, I liked it better than the beef and cheddar. Still not my bite of the night though. Chef's kiss from me. It is a great sandwich. If you're looking for like a surprisingly good brisket from a fast food place, you know, <laughs> like smoking it yourself for fucking twenty hours. Not a bad option. Scott, why don't we go to you next? What did you think of the... Uh, What's the medium one? What is it? Shaka Khan? What's that? <laughs> exactly. You got it. <laughs> I, I give it a Shaka Khan. Because um, it wasn't... A, it's not a bad sandwich, but I'm from Houston, where there's barbecue places all the t- all, all around. So yeah, well, that's if I, yeah, if I want brisket, I'm going to go... I'm not going to go to Arby's to get a brisket. I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the one of the... I, you know, there's even a an like actual a restaurant, an actual restaurant or one of those uh, trucks, food trucks, you know, barbecue mm-hmm. food trucks. So the, this, the brisket in Houston is just way better than anything that Arby's could produce. I mean, like, it's not a bad sandwich. It, like if I my opinion might be different if I lived in a different state. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a Shaka Khan. Okay. <laughs> Leaves you. Uh, I'm also Kumsi Kumsa. It's uh, or Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's a good sandwich. It was a little oversauced for me. They had like a mayonnaise on there with the rest of the shit, I thought, and it was just a little bit too much. But it was good. Like it was good. Um, but I'm just going coomsy So First, you were hyping up sauce, and now there's two. Well, well, I just didn't think. I didn't think the mayo fit in real good. I thought the mayo was a little like too much. Maybe I could just got too much put on my sandwich. I don't know. It was overkill. I'm going coomsy coomsa. Yeah, Shaka uh, Khan. <laughs> hot mayo is always is always a, a toss up on how that's going to be on. Sunday. That was my stripper name. Hot now coming to the stage, hot mail. <laughs> uh, since Skay got a dessert-ish thing, I will go next. I got the limited time uh, pecan chicken salad sandwich. This was the biggest fucking sandwich I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what bread they use, but this thing was fucking huge. I took a picture with my hand next to it. I couldn't believe yeah, how big, big it was. That's not bad, though, is it? That's not a bad thing. Are you holding that against it? Well, let, let me finish. <laughs> the bread the bread wasn't thick. It was just like normal slice of bread. But for some reason, that's all I could fucking taste when I was eating it was bread, even though it was filled pretty good with chicken salad and then that one long shitty piece of lettuce. But all I was eat like all I could taste was the pecans and the fucking bread. I don't know what was going on. Um, we got one. <laughs> the old chef's diss. I was very disappointed with this. I wanted something like I ordered it because of doing the show. I just wanted something like nice and light. If that makes sense. But still like a sandwich. So it's like, oh, chicken salad. You know, that's nice and summery and light. It's got <laughs> apples in it and grapes and other mm-hmm. shit. And then the sandwich was like a freaking foot-long fucking gigantic piece of bread. Uh, chef's this for me. Skay, what are your thoughts? Uh, I totally agree with you. It There was... so. My experience was the ratio was bad, right? The chicken salad had too many pecans and not enough grapes and apples to like balance that out. And all you could taste was like nuts and like bread. It was it was shitty. It was you needed more sandwich. apple pecan like chicken to go with the fucking pecans. Yeah. Um, God <laughs> damn. Mayo, nuts and bread. I I wanna give it a kumsi kumsa. Just because it has potential, but we got one. <laughs> oh no! Two I'm ships. giving it this the is... diss. I'm giving it the diss. Heartbreaking for Arby's. Dwayne. Now I don't know about your Arby's, but mine had the chicken salad sandwiches back, and I was like, "Oh well, that 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 sounds might be some good potential here." But yeah, same, I I only tasted pecans, not pecans. <laughs> Pe- who says Wait pecan? A pecan? <laughs> who says you, pecan? How do you say C A N? Can. All right. P-can. How does How does Captain Kirk say C A N? Pecan. It's pecans, not pecans. Pecan. Who the fuck says pecan? I'm from New England. That's how we say it. Damn it. You say pecan pie. Yeah. Sound like an idiot. 
God Almighty! You're wrong. Anyways, now I'm all I'm gonna think about is how your <laughs> pecans are on. But all I could uh, taste was pretty much the pecans. Uh, I couldn't even taste the bread really. Like the bread didn't have that much taste. It was it, just like bread. I didn't even know there was apples in there. <laughs> was there apples? I know there was. There were. There was I got. I got like one apple and two grape halves. <laughs> one whole grape. I got. I think it I had a little celery. Or Maybe the ratio was bad. I, what I thought was celery was the apple. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> How does that make sense? You there was something. There was something was crunchy. Well, there was something crunchy in there, like, like you know what I mean. That yeah. could be the nut. That could be the apple. That could be the lettuce. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta pick one here, Dwayne. I don't know what it was. I ate maybe a quarter of this thing because I was just like, that. Thank God for curly fries. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm going with the. Uh, we got one. <laughs> what an awful showing for the sandwich, Scott. Are you gonna get I just disagree. I wanted to say I love this. No, I'm just kidding. We got it. Oh no, all four. It was uh, first of all, fruit in a sandwich. Uh, no, no fruit in a sandwich. Yeah, thank you. It's just and it was it was filling, but there was no it was just like you ate ma- a mattress, you know, a piece of a mattress. Well, I'm full, <laughs> but I didn't really taste anything. <laughs> and it's messy as hell. You take a bite and it just falls out. You, yeah. it, from all the four corners. Yeah, the, the shit just falls out. So yeah, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of mixing fruit and vegetables. Like when they put oranges on salads or grapes on. It's they, they're separate. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't like that. So I didn't. The fact that that had fruit, I just didn't like it, and it was messy. So yeah, we got one. Wow. Yeah, the, it, it was too big where you're eating it and you can't hold all of it together. So right. It's kind of like you're, you're doing a lot of this where you're uh, trying, you're using your pinky. Yeah, you're, it should have been yeah, in like you a gotta, sub roll or something. Maybe. You got to clamp the know. sides together and you got to bite gently. Don't get in there too hard. It's you know? a sandwich you can't sit down because if you set it down and try to pick it up again, it's just going <laughs> to just going to fall leaking. apart. It's so you have to hold it the entire time. It loses its structural integrity. Yes, it uses its, it loses its structural integrity. It would have been good if they used like a nice like brioche bun or something. You know, made it smaller. It really piled in that. Um, I wanted or like a sub roll, or like a sub roll or something. A roll, yeah. yeah, a roll would have been good. I should have went with the um, spicy heroes. It was a mistake. <laughs> um, I did get more items. <laughs> so, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Unlike uh, Skay and Dwayne, I go one trip. That's it, and I eat. All. You just get everything in one trip. I, I eat it all in one one horrendous meal, and then I just like <laughs> feel like shit for like three days. <laughs> but I did order extra stuff like fries and buffalo chicken slider, <laughs> which, which was really good. <laughs> buffalo chicken slider was really good, actually. No, actually, I saw. Food. I, I, when I was waiting for my food, I saw them making those. I was like, oh, that looks pretty good, actually. <laughs> for being a fast food place, it was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about their fries here in a second, but Skay, why don't you talk about what you got? I got the Arby's Orange Cream Shake, and I'm going to, I say it that way for a reason. 
Um, it's the best item that we've had to this point. Wow. It's so Ooh. fucking good. It's unbelievably good. It's exactly what I thought it would be. And it's best fucking item amazing. Yet out of yes, all period. Eight places. Period. Wow. Best item that we've had. Um, it's fucking delicious. Chef's kiss, bite of the night. Period. <laughs> wow. Um, I agree. It's the best item we've had yet. <laughs> nice. I, I, first off, I love orange like creamsicle to begin with. And that's what this thing was, was a giant cup of orange creamsicle with whipped cream on top. They asked me, do you want whipped cream? I'm like, you know, I'm wearing my fucking pants, aren't I? Like, <laughs> why, like why would you ask me that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to draw the line at whipped cream after I just ordered four sandwiches plus an extra <laughs> buffalo chicken. Uh, I loved it. It's great. It's it's the perfect shake. And it's a shake that didn't make me feel like shit after eating it, too. Because the Five Guys one, um, Scott, we did a Elvis Presley shake from Five Guys. <laughs> uh, peanut butter, banana, bacon. Uh, <laughs> that one made me feel like shit after eating that one. That was like... Did it make you want to die on the toilet? <laughs> almost. <laughs> um, it was... It's like dense ice cream. And this shake wasn't like dense ice cream. No, it's like soft serve or something. Yeah. Um, And it it just just tasted like not really a liquefied orange cream sickle, but that's what, I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. If you took like three or four of them and made them into a milkshake, that's what it tastes like. It's orange cream delicious. It was my buy of the night. One of my favorite items. Probably, uh, yeah. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with my original that I agree. I think it was the best item we've had yet. I I called it the Arby's Orange Cream Shake for a reason because I've been making a joke to Ashley since I had that that we were gonna name our first kid Arby's Orange Cream Shake <laughs> Anderson. It's wow. so good, really good. Wow, you are very passionate about this. Arby's yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I picked it. I'm glad I changed my pick time from too, curly so fries better... to this. You better head back to Arby's and keep is, having them. Is everything on Arby's? It's a limited time. <laughs> everything we picked is <laughs> everything's have... a limited time. Get it while you can. No, Skay was right. They have the beef and cheddar, and then just the beef, <laughs> the roast beef, as their staples, and then everything else is just. And then everything else is rotating. <laughs> um, Scott, why don't we go to you next and save Dwayne for last? I am going to uh, jump on the bandwagon. Chef's kiss. It. I. I am a big fan of orange cream sickles, and this was. This was just a liquefied orange cream sickle with a whipped cream on it. I didn't have to. Ask, they gave me whipped cream. They didn't ask me. They just assumed they I wanted whipped cream. <laughs> Took one look at you. And fucks. Uh, <laughs> it's a couple of things. I wish it would have came with a spoon. So you, it was because it's hard. Did you were you guys able to get it once you sucked on it the first time? It was thick. It was thick. <laughs> it was thick. It was thick. So I had to. Um, I stirred mine up a little bit. There was a lot of. Cream I stirred mine bottom. up a little bit too. Uh, <laughs> but to me, the best part of it is when it melts a little, and then you can just drink it freely, and it's mixed with the whipped cream. Uh, so the whipped cream and the orange has infused. So, um, chef's kiss. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't order it 
as a I ordered that as a drink with my meal, which I wouldn't do uh, because it was hard. It was like if I trying to get those fucking almonds or walnuts down, and I'm <laughs> so I would say if you order a meal, order a drink or get some water, and then have the shake as a dessert or a backup or so. Mm-hmm. But I would not order it as the main drink of your meal. Okay. Yeah, mine was pretty melty by the time I finished my sixth yeah. sandwich. From- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dwayne? So I will follow that with, if you're going to get something, get a float and not the uh, shake, because the float is really more... Because I, I had a Dr. Pepper float one of the times. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but that's more uh, soda than ice cream. This is more ice cream than soda or flavor. I don't even know what the orange was. What is with you Houston people and Dr. Pepper? I love Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Whataburger has a Wada, uh, Dr. Pepper shake. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. good, too. Yeah, it is pretty good. <clears throat> We're going to do a live show from a Whataburger with me and Skay come down to Houston. <laughs> Pick one and just start recording. There's one, there's one right by my house. I can see it. I can almost see it from my hand. Just get the whole crew together. We'll get Aaron there, Rami, come over, everybody, all the guests. <laughs> Twenty person anniversary special. Oh yeah, Chase, Chase, and Bryce live here too. Yeah, <laughs> we're all in. We're all in. Um. So, uh, like Scott was saying, I actually I was in Houston. It was a hundred degrees out, so I just stood outside for a minute and it melted. So I was actually able to. To blend it together. (laughs) Uh, This is really good. Mine, I wish I had a little bit more orange. I I had more ice cream, it seemed, than orange. So I wanted a little bit more orange. But overall, it was a chef's kiss. I'll go buy a bite of the night as well. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Dwayne doesn't have bite of the nights uh, most times. All right, um, let's talk about their fries real quick. They somewhat recently decided to come out with crinkle fries. Have any of you guys had their crinkle fries? No, I go curly fries every time. I'm a I... potato cakes man. Ooh. I don't know that um, I've ever had the cakes. Yeah, the correct answer is no. You haven't had their crinkle fries because who the fuck gets crinkle fries when <laughs> you have curly fries as an option? Why would they do that? Yeah, when you have curly fries. <laughs> They had yeah, other we have option of uh, silver, gold, and pewter. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> they used to have just like straight fries that, that were like home style fries or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was an option. I sometimes would get those. Those were a little different. If I didn't want curly that day, if I wasn't feeling the curly. You know who has the best curly fries? Hooters. Those are good. Um, Skay. You... They're not zesty though. Anything can be zesty if you just believe. <laughs> Skay, you had strong opinions about sauces, so well, go ahead. I, I, the we touched on it. We touched on it a little earlier. I mean, I uh, I think like Scott, the the other Scott. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm Scott. You're the other Scott. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is there another another Scott? <laughs> no, no. Um, I like both. I am a fan of both. I love horseradish delicious i love barbecue sauce also delicious both in combination on these sandwiches are fucking good 
Yes, I agree, hundred percent. And it's like, where? What other restaurant has, you know, horseradish? Yeah, yeah. yeah for <laughs> real. Um, Arby's is a really good sauce place. All their mm-hmm. sauces are good, um, and that's it's a rare thing to find because um, usually, you know, like your Wendy's and Burger King's, McDonald's are just like dipping sauces for like nuggets. They don't have like actual like sauces. Um, I'd say Taco Bell is up there too. I like all the Taco Bell sauces. All right. Well, that wraps up our talk on Arby's. Real quick on the curly fries, though. Can we all agree the really tight curly fry is the best one? (laughs) Yeah, the super tight spiral. Yeah. I didn't get like any of those. (laughs) In my curly fries, both oh, times I man. went, it was disappointing. I got. I really, like, like my curly of... fries like I like my women. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best ones, though. Those are the best ones where you get a crunch out of it when you bite into it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna let this affect your overall rating, Skay? Uh, I don't think so. I I hadn't thought about it until Dwayne brought it up there. So. <laughs> I was just thinking about my rating, trying to figure out what I wanted to give this thing. Um, Fry game. I, fries were not on it. Fries were not there. All right. Let's uh, rank Arby's now. Scale to 1 to 10. Um, our last guest, Jordan, asked us if 1 or 10 was the highest. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to let it know that 10 is the highest. <laughs> to eliminate all confusion of the scale. So, Scott, let's start with you, because you're the guest. What do you give Arby's on a scale of 1 to 10? Overall. And you can I, give will give it, I will give it a 7.5 out of 10. Great score. The Dwayne. Uh, yep, the Dwayne <laughs> Classic special. Classic Dwayne. Um, how, how often do you see yourself eating at Arby's? Like, is it a... Is it a it's a special thing. Or... It's not an every because there's actually not one close when I it, to uh, to me here in Houston. Um, but when I'm up at my dad's house, there's one really close. So it's sort of it's I guess it would be a special occasion, uh, Arby's. So that's why I guess it would be higher because I don't eat it all the time. Like a nice little uh, nice little moment to share with. The nice pasta, little surprise. Huh? It's like you know what we're not having McDonald's or Taco Bell. We're going for Arby's. I'm like yeah, oh, you know I can go for Arby's. So yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe Arby's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go next. Um, yeah, like you said, like there's an Arby's literally just down the street from me. And I've lived in this house four years. This is the second time I've been to Arby's. And it's literally <laughs> just right there. Um, I don't know why I don't go to Arby's more often because I like it. I think it's good. Um and I'm always so disappointed with my McDonald's <laughs> um, that I'm just like I eat McDonald's. I'm like, why? Like, why do I? Why do I keep doing this? Arby's is right across the street. Wendy's is right next to that. Like, Panda. Exp- I have so many options, but I keep going to make. I just convenience. I guess I don't know. Um, the kids' meals are probably what does it because I got to get the kids' stuff. And the kids' meals at Arby's was like a pizza slider. <laughs> uh, two chicken tenders that were like just mostly breading. It was pretty gross. <laughs> Kid menu options. So um, I will give Arby's. 
I like the seven and a half score. I'm going to also give it a seven and a half, which I think is probably the highest score I've given on this show. Um, Dwayne, what are you giving Arby's? I'm on the other end of the scale. Uh, I'm probably going to go four. Four? I'm telling you, I haven't... I'm not going back. I'm just saying. I might go get the uh, Orange Dreamsicle, like, if I'm driving by. (laughs) But... Man, you are the pickiest fucker. It's ridiculous. I, other than Taco Bell, I don't think you've given anything above a five. <laughs> what, what, what do we got to do here to satisfy? I mean, over, I, we're also talking overall experience. Like, I, I know, I, I know some... what we have to do to satisfy Dwayne. We got to go to fucking Olive Garden, White no. People Central. <laughs> no, please don't go there. <laughs> It'll be lower than a four. Cheesecake Factory. Oh man, even worse. We just have to review double cheeseburgers from McDonald's. That's it. <laughs> yeah. One show, four people, <laughs> four double cheeseburgers. I'll get the chef's kiss, the bite of the night. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going back to Arby's unless I have to. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Actually, I think Panda Express is going to get some high scores from Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Skay, why don't you close this out here? Eight. I give Arby's an eight. Strong. Strong score. It was good, man. I used to go a lot more in college when there was an Arby's kind of on the walk home. And they send coupons out in the mail, whether you want them or not. Like every Well, that's month. it too with my dad. My dad gets Arby's coupons. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah, good. I get I swear. them in the mail all the time. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They spam me with those. So it was cheap and quick and easy and delicious. And I haven't been to Arby's probably since then. It's fucking good, man. It's good. Uh, so yeah, eight. Will you be going back more now? I will. I will definitely go back at some point here this summer and get another one of those orange shakes with <laughs> probably just a couple plain roast beefs. You know, they have like that four for five dollars or whatever coupon that they send you. Take that over there. Get a bunch of roast beef sandwiches and or curly as I fries. Call it- Tuesday. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go back. Uh, I'm going to go back for the regular size buffalo chicken sandwich because I really liked it. I want to try their spicy hero. And I want that orange creamsicle shake again because that so thing was good. real good. Uh, so maybe I'll go back this weekend. Who knows? We'll see. Stay tuned to Burn Appetit on Instagram to find out. Um. All right, that wraps it up for this episode. We only have one more segment left to do, and that is a little thing called plugs. So, Scott, this is your opportunity to plug away. What do you got going on in your life? I got going on in my life? Well, what I have going on in my life, you can find out. Just go to my website, scottyblanco.com, and that has my calendar up of all my uh, upcoming events. Uh, I'm I'm back here in Houston. I'm doing my I'm doing a lot of improv in Houston over the next couple of months. I don't know when this is coming out, but this, that'll be at the, the end of June and uh, July. But all the links to my social media pages, all the links to my podcasts, it's all there at scottyblanco.com. All right, excellent. Um, do you know when you're going on another tour? I'll probably be going on another tour late September. All right. So keep your eyes peeled for that, listeners. Yep. 
thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah. I love being Scott, not the another Scott. <laughs> the other Scott. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> God damn it. Well, that's actually perfect because it's other Scott's turn to uh, <laughs> close us out here. So take it away, other Scott. So from one Scott to another Scott, and for all the rest of us guys here at Burn Empathy, we thank you for listening to our Arby's review at Burn Empathy podcast on the Cross the Streams Media Network. Been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.